0: Now the Spirit explicitly says that in latter times some will depart from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teaching of demons. Through the hypocrisy of liars whose conscience are seared, they forbid marriage and demand abstinence from foods that God created to be received with gratitude by those who believe and know the truth. For everything created by God is good, and nothing gets to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving, since it is sanctified by the word of God and by prayer.
1: Amen. Amen. For those that don't know, we are back. I am Roberto Cuvertier with my brother in the faith, Emmanuel Gary, and we are Apologetics 300. And tonight we're going to be talking about uh, Ayala Van Sant, uh, her book, One Day My Soul Just Opened Up. Let me give you just a little excerpt, a little biography about her. Ayala Van Sant is award-winning and best-selling author of acts of faith the value in the valley faith in the valley and in the meantime as an empowerment specialist spiritual life counselor and ordained minister she lectures and facilitates workshops nationally and with a mission to assist in the empowerment of women and men everywhere uh she's also um into the Yoruba religion, which we're going to be breaking down and, and um, pretty much um, just um, reading from her introduction and getting to know her position on and her stance on her own beliefs and then put it against the holy scriptures of God and um, pretty much break it down and debunk it for you. So this is uh, something excited, something that we've been studying and something we've been looking forward to all week. Um, So how's everything going, my brother? Hey
0: bro, everything is good, man. Glory to God, you know. uh, Thanks for life, health and strength, man, and the opportunity to be with
1: you here again, Mm -hmm. man, and do this and break this stuff down, man, and help the people out. Amen, amen. So what what pretty much, like, kind of, you know, wanting you to, to kind of open up with this and, um, you know, so that the people may know why, why we are doing this tonight.
0: Um, tonight, we're, we're going to take, take a look at Ayala Benzee's teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, because there's a lot of Christians, professing Bible-believing Christians, mm-hmm. who are starting to see, and I know this is not something new. Mm-hmm but they're starting to really kind of, like, listen to her. You know, she has that TV show, and, you know, like you just mentioned, she has a lot of different books out, and a lot of, uh, you know, Christians in the um, in the urban community are, are kind of giving an ear to her, especially in this uh, culture and climate that we're in right now, where we're racially divided. You know, there's so much hostility going on in the world in so many different areas, and... You know, a lot of our black and brown brothers and sisters in the
2: Lord, you know, are kind of like, as Paul just told Timothy, you know, they're um, they're giving ears to teachings of demons Yep.
0: because it sounds so appealing. It sounds so, you know, close to the culture or something relatable, but they're, they're doctrines of demons. So we just want to dive into that so they can be able to see that there's a clear difference between... Yahweh the God of the
1: Bible and Olumar the God of the Yoruba religion Yep. and, and you know what's, what's interesting is that you know I have a, a friend of mine who is a believer but used to be a part of that Yoruba religion and Santeria you know back in Venezuela and her country and one of the, the things that she pointed out was that you know, in the Yoruba religion or in the Santeria, you know, um, these religion, they're not judged. You know what I'm saying? They're not judged because, it, it, like you said, it appeals to the senses. You know what I'm saying? Um, you right. ask for something and you give sacrifices to obtain that thing. Um, but, you know, in the Christian, Judeo-Christian, you know, belief... You know, God deals with man in his heart, you know, saying a man dead in sin and unless that man is regenerated, you know, saying and and his life, you know, pretty much is is exposed, you know, saying to his sin, sin, you know, act then he cannot he cannot come to God. So, you know, this religion appeals to him because, you know, like she said, it's no judgment in that. You give and you get, you know what I'm saying, despite whatever you want. If you want somebody else's man, then then you sacrifice for that. You know, if you want money, wealth, status, then you sacrifice for that. While, you know, for us, Christ says to deny, pick up your cross and follow me. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world? Lose his soul. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, Um, bro. So, so when you when you look at that, she, you know, she was, you know, just breaking a lot of stuff down for me. I was like, wow, that's crazy, and and it almost like it's funny because it was almost like, in a sense, she was defending that belief. Like you could tell it was still prominent within within her, and and I kept, you know, trying to, you know. Apologetically, you know, with with kindness, of course, you know, and and no disrespect, but demolishing those arguments and showing her how the true of the God of the Bible, you know, saying uh, what was the purpose that He intended for man from the beginning. Um, so that that was my my little thing, you know, saying. Uh, so um, I don't know if you want to go straight into reading her, but one one thing I want to do before that, it's just to give. You know a little premise from um, uh, slave religion, um, Albert J. Um, Rabatu. Yep. Albert
2: J. Rabotu.
1: Yep. When he says, "African styles of worship, form of rituals, systems of belief, and fundamentals perspective have remained vital on this side of the Atlantic, not because they were preserved in a pure orthodoxy, but because they were transformed." Adaptability, hear that word, continue to have that in your mind, adaptability, based upon respect for spiritual power, wherever it originated, accounted for the openness of African religion to syncretism with other religions, uh, traditions, and for the continuity of distinctively African religious consciousness. At least in some areas of the America, the gods of Africa continue to live in exile. For those that are listening out there, um, Brother Emmanuel, can you at least break down what syncretism is? Now, I know, you know, I don't want this to pass over the heads of people, you know, for them not to understand and miss a vital point. Adaptability and synchronism. Yeah,
0: syncretism is basically being able to, you know, you can, you can. Bring these things from one thing and then take that one thing and be able to like
2: formulate it into something else. Yeah. That's not related to it. You know, you can just bring things, you can take something from over here and blend it with something else. Exactly. So it's just basically blending the, 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 the African beliefs and ideologies and
0: theology and just blending it and coming alongside a whole nother religious belief system and bringing it all together just 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 taking one thing and just, just harmonizing it
1: with a whole another system even though they're antithetical right. you know but but it's it's actually clever how they look into these other religions and see which ones can be adaptable mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying with within you know if it's Islam Catholicism Kabbalah Hinduism, you know, saying these types of religion, Um, but you know, it's like uh, um, Albert J. Rabatu said, it was hard to synchronize with Christianity.
0: Right, right, because we claim that there's only one God and we worship only one God.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, know, we we weren't worshiping. You know, it wasn't the Christianity wasn't a religion where you know you can it could be adaptable or it could be assinuated into something else
1: absolutely
0: because you know that during that time in the roman empire you know it was was a it was a polytheistic mindset you know they worship all different types of gods so what made christianity stand out is the fact that they said that we say that there's only one god
1: yep absolutely absolutely um which is like, like I keep uh saying and I know I'm gonna repeat myself over and over, and um we're gonna read the creation account and, and um you know different stuff for um just to give you context and premise so that you can understand what we're talking about. But it's it's really I, I behoove those that are listening to really pay attention to like I said before, syncretism. And adaptability because you'll see these terms being malleable within the Yoruba, you know, saying religion, whether it's Santeria, whether it's Shango, whether it's Cambola, you know, saying Um, or or, um, voodoo or voodoo, you know, saying all these different. They're very malleable and adaptable so they can translate to all these different, you know. Um, areas and gods and cultures you know what I'm saying without it being questioned you know what I'm saying it's like i think you had pointed it out before um and also our sister you know nefer nitty had pointed out that because it has a supreme god it says well it's just like yours you have a supreme god and we have a supreme god It's the same thing you know you can call them allah you can call them you know. Um, right. God the Father Or the Supreme High Being Or the Chief Architect Or this and that And it's the same It's like Whoa, whoa, whoa Hold up Let's hold it Let's hold it against the Scripture To see if it stands up Before, you know it, it, It's like, you know um, uh, uh, Vince Bantu was saying It's not that God is against culture But as long as it's within the parameters of Scripture You know what right. I'm saying Not against it And some people Want to uh, embrace the whole culture, whether you know uh, of the country they come from, without questioning whether this will compromise with their own Christianity? Is like you said, they're entertained and they go- get into these doctrines of demons without you know uh, even knowing that what they're doing is completely wrong and agrees the Holy Spirit. Right. Absolutely. Um, also,
0: too, wanted to point out that you know. Ayala Van Zant, you know, on the back of the book it says she's an ordained minister. Yep. But in all actuality, you know, because of her, you know, her Yoruba practice, you know, she's really, she's really a priestess.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: she's a priestess in the religion, you know, and Mm -hmm. this is someone who performs sacred rites of a religion.
1: She's a Baba Lao, right? (laughs) Which is uh, which is a priest. Yeah, a priestess in there. Yep. Yep.
0: So, you know, what what we want to do is we kind of want to pull the curtain back yep. and see what goes on as far as the the practices and the rituals and those things that fuel her ideology. Okay. Know, we want to we want to you know because a lot of times, times people can get blinded by you know looking at what she's doing and the things that she says and it seems like oh man this this looks like something that could work and you know she seems like really really good in her. Methods of therapy. Yep. what yep. We have to look at what is taking place behind the scenes that fuels mm-hmm. the doctrines of demons that she's teaching. Amen. You get what I'm saying? Hey. What, what are the what are the the sacrifices and the religious rites that she's performing and that she's doing? You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. that that she has to offer up, which fuels what she's teaching. So.
1: You know, we want to dig, we want to dig into that. Amen. When, when you look at scripture, it says that Satan comes as an angel of light. So, you know, like you said before, sometimes by you looking at the exterior and not looking at the interior where all this stems from or originate from, it's easy to say, well, she is helping out people. She is helping out people in their lives, you know, and, and helping them to cope with society and things that are happening and how to be successful whether it is in marriage or finances but we need to look behind all that you know what I'm saying to look behind all that and to find out really really what's behind all that amen
0: amen most definitely
1: so um let's um go into her introduction I will Read And then like uh, Brother you can point out some things Off the bat um, From there That uh, you know kind of sticks out Because I know sometimes when When we we all You know read through it You know um, we kind of Sometimes miss the point where we're just reading You know uh, through it And not pausing to, to understand and reflect What she's talking about but um, right. um, it says removing the veil, the introduction at one point in my life. I really thought I had it all figured out. I was working in my dream career field. I had a decent home. I was in a solid relationship. My children were being normal teenagers. Then one morning I woke up miserable Nothing in particular had happened. Well, actually it had. Something during the night when I was asleep, I decided to tell myself the truth. I hated my job. I was lonely living in a new city where I knew no one. I was dating a married man, and I felt like I had been a horrible mother, totally incapable of ever making up to my children for the years of insanity I had inflicted upon them People looking From the outside in Thought that I had Really made it Who was I to doubt them Who was I to doubt them I convinced myself through my daily motions That they were right Amen I think one thing that sticks out It was when she said I was in a solid relationship to later say I was dating a married man. Yeah, I mean...
0: <laughs> it, it, it just goes to show you just how how blinding sin is. It just goes to show you just how when you're... You know, when you're not in truth. Yep. You know, your, your, your perception of reality is, is, is completely off. You know, you think what's normal... You know, is things of that nature, being in relationships that were ungodly, you know, being with, you know, someone who's married, you know, when, when you're in the world and you're dead in sin, you know, these things, they, they seem right.
1: Amen. Definitely.
0: He says is wrong.
1: Yeah, definitely. It seems right. It seems appealing to the flesh. You know, you convince yourself, you suppress the truth and repress the truth. Knowing, because it's like she had said here, in the middle of the night, she decided to tell herself the truth. You know, about hating her job, uh, feeling lonely, living in the new city with no one that she knew. And was dating a married man, and felt like she had, she was a horrible mother, totally incapable of making up to the children for the years of insanity. I want you to pay close attention also to that word insanity, because she repeats it over and over, but she repeats it with a with a certain connotation, a certain you know understanding that is uh, contrary to scripture and and and. What I love is, is is how my brother Emmanuel had pointed it out, you know, how she interchanges, you know, the word insanity for um sin. Um In temporary,
0: she redefines sin as
1: um, temporary, temporary insanity. Insanity. She redefines sin as temporary insanity. And um one thing before we, we continue was I wanted to point this out um, within the history of the account of the Yoruba religion because it may, you know, in her in her understanding of sin, it will make sense to call it temporary insanity. Um, Because the God or the smaller deity. Obatala, created man, flawed and imperfect, already flawed and imperfect, which, you know, when you look at it, it will, it will make you, it, it, you know, for us, it would not hold man accountable for their sins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it will it will hold man, man would not be accountable for his sins, but by God making man upright, according to Ecclesiastes 7, 29, behold, I have found Um, Only this, that God made man upright, but they sought out many devices, then it holds man accountable for their sins. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing is, that was one of the things that this uh, uh, friend of mine was saying is that why would God hold me accountable, you know, if if I... you know, try to be good and I try to do this and, you know, saying it's just and and I was like, yeah, because you're redefining sin, Uh you're redefining sin. And according to that religion, you're, you're already made flawed and imperfect. So why blame us if you made us that way? And that's the argument. If he made us this way, flawed and imperfect, then why are we at fault? Then why do we have to go to hell? Why just goes, we have to? It
0: goes to show you. It goes to show you, like when Adam was in the garden, and you know, and and God was
2: asking him to, you know, give an account for their action. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? He said,
0: "Well, it was the woman you gave me."
2: Yeah. That right there indicated that Adam
0: was already ready tainted by sin.
2: Yep. Exactly. Now,
0: it, it demonstrates and shows, and it's like the same thing here. You know, uh, well, how can we blame? You know, um, how can we be at fault? Because this is how you made me.
2: exactly you made, us. you made us flawed and imperfect. So therefore,
0: you know the the responsibility for sin is not on the individual; it's on God to
1: work it out. Exactly. So at the end of the day, all should go to heaven. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't a flawed part of man. It was God's fault. And how was it God's fault? Because according to here, Obatala was drunk. (laughs) Yep, and he got bored and lonely and decided to create
0: (laughs) mankind.
1: He got bored and lonely and decided to create mankind. Now, we know that in the Godhead, they weren't lonely. And they had love between them. Yeah, and Yeah, and harmony. Exactly, so, you know And Jesus said it in John 17, 5 You know, saying um, Remember the love that we had With each other before the foundations of the world And um, So it showed that before Anything existed, there was already Love and harmony between the God Or the Triune God So here It's showing uh, um, A low room who is a supreme high being that doesn't interfere in the affairs of man so he's an impersonal god you know saying who does not care about you you know then you have obatalá that was you know wanted to create but was flawed himself you know had no power and you know and got drunk and was lonely and say man I'm I'm down here by myself let me create some something to Keep me company But man right. was not created According to the Yoruba religion With intent With purposeful intent Yeah um,
0: That's what I was gonna try
2: to That's what I was trying to You know get at too man yep. um, it Just it's, it's just a straight You know reverse of What we understand You know
1: our Our, our purpose and intent is to glorify God Amen. you know that's the reason why we were created to bring glory to him Amen. You know, we weren't created
0: you know just because um, you know our God got intoxicated and you know he, he felt lonely and stuff like that we were created with a purpose and that purpose is to glorify him because there's nothing greater to glorify but the creator of the heavens and the earth and so it just,
1: it, it just, when you redefine the purpose of humanity, you know, it it, it gives a platform, it gives a, an avenue for people to evade the responsibility for sin. Amen. Amen. You know? and You, you know, one thing I think you had pointed out in, in other podcasts that we had from the book of um, Gospel and Law. You know what I'm saying? Where where it talks about that man wants to be autonomous, you know, self law. You, know yeah. so, right. you, you know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? I I like one of the the quotes that he pointed out there in the gospel law where he said, "Man does not want to build God's kingdom; they want to build their own kingdom." Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. I can um I can actually
1: read that for you. Uh, yes,
0: Matt, yes. From law and gospel. Amen. It says
2: It says the Bible portrays humans as unreliable and bent mm. on independence. The Bible portrays humans as unreliable and bent on independence.
0: Another word for this human tendency towards self-rule is autonomy. Autonomy comes from the Greek words autos, meaning self, and nomos, law. Yep. In other words, people love to develop their own. By which they live and judge other humans The spirit of autonomy came To expression at the Tower of Babel And revealed Two aspects of the revolutionary nature Of humanity Namely that humans resist Submitting themselves to God And exert themselves In self-development The human race continues To be ambitious To develop structures and institutions To provide for
1: itself To protect itself and to re- enrich itself yes and and it all appeases the flesh it it, you know you know what's crazy about it the reason why it's so appealing is because you're you're like i said you're getting what you want from this without it being a condemnation or judgment or or dealing and check facting uh, you know fact checking you with your sin or your heart it bypasses you know what I'm saying? Uh, the sin of man, in a pl- it goes directly to, the, to what man wants. You know what I'm saying? Which is to fulfill the flesh. Like you said, to enrich himself. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's,
0: why it's, that's why it's okay for the gods to be able to have sex and get drunk and all of this stuff. Because when your god is doing these immoral things, then you feel comfortable in your immorality doing yes. things that are not right. That are, you know, just completely unholy. Yes. Against the law of God. You feel comfortable doing it because you're God's so it, So it it just gives you the green light to
1: just live as how you want to live. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, this is why when when you look at the account, and for those that are listening, um uh, when you look at the account of the re, um Yoruba religion and the creation story, um, and you compare it to the Judeo Christian, you know, saying creation story, you see that one has uh no intended purpose and the other one has intended purpose. And and um if you're if you're looking to to um to understand both and see what is better, I, I think like you said, why would I want to be created by a God that was drunk and didn't care about me? Right. I wasn't, I wasn't a thoughtful thought in his mind, it, it, but yet when you look at, go ahead. when
0: it doesn't the scriptures teach that, you know, we should be sober-minded?
1: Yes, sober-minded. You know, 1
0: Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 tells, Paul's telling the um, the Corinthian church that no 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 liar, no thief, no adulterer, no fornicator, yep. you know, no drunkard, yep. you know, homosexual, none, none of those individuals would
1: inherit the kingdom of God. Exactly.
0: You know, but here it is. You know, the the god of
1: the Yoruba religion. Well, you know, one of the deities, a lesser deity, Obatala. here yeah.
0: they, Here, here she is, because in, in the Yoruba religion, let's remember. There's god, no gender. You know, god is not God is not subject, you know, to uh, gender. Um, it, exactly. Constraints. He's not, you know, subject to gender constraints. Gender yeah. constraints. Mm-hmm. So, you know, here it is, you know, you have their God that's sitting here, you know, doing the very things, you know, that the Bible says that's
1: sinful. Yep. Absolutely.
0: So you were created from a God who wasn't sober minded. And the scriptures tell us as believers to be sober minded.
1: Absolutely. So Uh, You you know, a a God that, that gives into his appetite, which is sinful... You know, what do you expect from the creation? The same thing. That's why it's, it's it's able to say it's okay. You know, you, you you want that man? You can go get him. You want that woman? You can go, you can fulfill and satisfy to your heart is content. But God is telling you those things won't fill you. Those things will not, at the end of the day, it won't fill you. There's only one that can fill you. It's Christ Jesus. Um, I want to point this out because again, you know, for those that are not listening, Obatala got bored and lonely and fashioned creatures out of clay, many of which were flawed and imperfect. Yet the scripture said that God made man upright. God made man with an intended Purpose with in dignity and in his image and likeness with communicable attributes we've talked about this before to have relationship you know what I'm saying with the the Godhead you know what I'm saying that Jesus said that they will be one just like us you know what I'm saying um but yet this low all, all room is impersonal. He does not seek relationship, does not care about relationship. He is no different than, than the Greek mythology and, and you know those gods Zeus and all that that will not interfere in the uh in man's account. As a matter of fact, you know, when we were reading the book of Daniel, my brother, remember um that you know, Nebuchadnezzar was conflicted about these nightmares, these dreams he was having. And he was telling, you know. The, the the satraps And you know saying And, and the Chaldeans He was like You know Interpret this dream And they was like Tell us the dream And we'll interpret it He said no no I want it I will know That you know The answer If you can Interpret the dreams That he said They said one thing That was clear Only the gods Can do that
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yep But yet, yep the, Yep Go ahead So basically He He, he recognized that
0: Daniel's ability, you know, was coming from a, 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 a source yep. that was much more greater than the gods that
2: they worship. Yep.
0: But, you know, it was expressed through his pagan lens. He expressed that through his pagan lens of, you know, understanding it, and saying
2: it. Exactly.
0: And, and speaking of, you know, um, you know, you know, their God being impersonal and things like that, it's almost like with Islam, you know, the, the relationship between, you know, Allah and 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 the Muslim is slave to master. You know, yes. he, he he's, he's transcended. He doesn't. He, he's not known as a you know a
2: personal God as we know God. You know, to be as Father to yep. us. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. There's
0: no concept of that in Islam. So it's kind of funny when you look at the Yoruba religion and then you know you look at Islam and their understanding of God is pretty much similar similar yep very similar to
1: each other very similar you know and you can see you know the 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 illusions of of kabbalah and you know hinduism in which hinduism has millions and millions of god who you pray exactly to because in the yoruba religion there are many orishas many gods but they have like a specific those that are like the primary ones that you go to, but there are many. So who, you know, who to go to, how can you keep, you know, um, in mind? Yeah. Yeah. To keep up with all these different Orishas, all these different God. When we, we have to go just the one, there's one mediator between God and man, Christ Jesus. We don't have to go to millions of God that that acts for anything or to pray or to have relationship, It's one direct. You know what I'm saying? Uh you know what that causes, right? When you, have, when you have so many different,
0: you know, mediators for so many different things, it, it, it keeps you in confusion.
1: Exactly.
0: It causes a lot of confusion. And we understand confusion doesn't come from God. He's not the author of
1: confusion. No. Exactly. Absolutely. He is not the author of confusion. You know, um... So, so you know, and, and, and like I said, the the reason why we we wanted to do this is to really speak to those that that have in some way synchronized, you know, the Yoruba religion into Christianity and think I've, that, I've tried to blend that and try practice. to blend those both try to, yeah, mm-hmm. try to blend it in you know
2: with, the, with each other
1: exactly you know? not not understanding that that you know you don't need that. At all The, the Bible stands because alone
0: The God of the, God of the uh, religion You know yeah. and, the, and the other You know um, Intermediaries there That they go through Yep yeah. If you look at it It's a It's a devaluing Of creation Exactly You know It's a devaluing That You're the product Of a Of a Drunk deity
1: Exactly
0: You know You're a product Of a drunk deity you know, but the Bible says, let us make man in our
1: image. And in our likeness, know, yep.
0: With a mind,
1: intellect,
0: mm-hmm. will, and emotion. Yep. To be able to know us. Yep. You know, referring Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You mm-hmm. know, co equal and co eternal.
2: Exactly. Creator
0: of all things.
2: Yep, 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 yep. You know,
0: with a purpose to bring glory unto Him.
2: Exactly. By doing
0: that, we will, we will, ach- we will achieve. The ultimate fulfillment in
2: life Yep so, Absolutely you
1: know. and, it, and it's sad how You know Even from the beginning Because it, it's funny how No matter what other religions we talk about We keep going back to Genesis chapter 3 You know I'm saying Keep because going that's
2: back the found, that's, that's the foundation Yes If you really think about it That's the foundation right there On where all
0: of this pretty much stems from You know today we're still echoing Genesis
1: 3 you will be like God. Yep. Where all these different religions, you know what I'm saying, and uh stem from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um the fall. You know what I'm saying? Man wanting to be like God, like you said, self, you know, autonomous, you know what I'm saying? Autonomous, yeah. self-law. You know okay. what I'm saying? Um, yep. To seeking out his own interests. It's funny because scripture keeps telling you to not just seek your own interests, but the ones of your brother, to have this mind as Christ had of that humbleness, that humility. You know what I'm saying? But yet, these other religions are saying, seek you, seek you, do you, fulfill you. You know?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And the only way, think about this for a second the only way, you know, well, not the only way, one of the ways that you feel comfortable seeking yourself you know, seeking things for yourself, it it falls under that category of when you redefine sin. When you redefine sin as temporary insanity, you don't look at it from the perspective of it having eternal consequences.
1: Exactly.
0: So when you when when your when your understanding of sin is not the understanding of it has eternal consequences, you know, in the book of Ezekiel, in chapter eighteen, Ezekiel, you know, is expressing, you know, he says that the soul Mm-hmm. That sins shall die Yeah You get what I'm saying? And so when we look at When we look at that And then you look at these other religions And how they view sin You know, it's just something that they wink at and Exactly again, I don't want to bring I don't want to bring, you know um, Islam into this But, you know, I can't help but to You know, to um, to talk about it a little bit Because it's, it, it kind of relates to what we're talking about Yeah You know, they they don't they don't look at the fall as something that impacted, you know,
2: mankind the way it did, being that we're totally depraved and that we need, you know, we need a savior. We need to exactly. be you know, redeemed, you know? So it's kinda like the same thing here. You know, you know, God is the is the is the
0: is responsible. Yep. You know, for you know, you and I being flawed, you know, because we were created flawed and imperfect according to the Yoruba
2: religion. Exactly. You know, you (laughs) know, how can we have eternal consequences
0: for sin when, you know, God created us this way. So when your sin, understanding of sin has been redefined, you get what I'm saying? You're able to run in this life and try to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish without worrying about these things, because it doesn't take on, you know, and you don't, you don't take on the understanding Of it having eternal consequences
1: Exactly yeah, At the end You can't be punished for something You're not responsible for
0: right.
1: and, and it's crazy because and like that's you what was, really helps you That's what really helps you Infuse you to really You know Go for self Yes And to live, motive, and to live motivated for self
0: Because Sin has no eternal consequences In your mindset And from what you believe Yup
1: yeah. It's like it, yeah. It's like you had pointed it out Before you know with Genesis chapter 3 What did Adam do when God Called him When God called them, He blamed it on the woman He said it was the woman you gave me And then the woman said it was the snake that deceived You know none of them took Responsibility for what they done
0: And what are we hearing The God of the Yoruba religion You know well one of the many Gods of the religion yep. Says in regards to the creation Story you know It's what we're created flawed
1: and imperfect. And imperfect.
0: God is the woman you gave me. Mm-hmm. We're created flawed and imperfect. Perfect. God is the woman you gave me. It just goes hand in hand.
1: Exactly. That's a, when you had when you had mentioned. Um, I, I forgot what source you was reciting. Whether it was Ron Rhodes or, or I forgot which one specifically. But when you said that, you know, this this brother was saying how. Um, all the um, the religions out there stems from the fall in the garden. You know what yeah, I'm saying? All of, yeah,
0: all of everything, everything that we see, from, it all stems from the garden. Um, it's man's attempt to get around God. Basically, when Adam and Eve tried to clothe themselves with the with the leaves.
2: Yep.
0: And they tried to make their own garments to clothe their nakedness with the leaves. You get what I'm saying? That's a demonstration of man's attempt. Yeah. You get what I'm saying to make himself right again with God.
1: Again with God. Yep. Absolutely.
0: And so that's the whole basis of false religion is man's attempt to try to make himself right with God. Yep. You know, through what we feel will appease God. The yep. only thing that's gonna the only thing that's gonna appease God, and that has appeased God, is the Sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross, mm-hmm. which appeased, as Paul says, propitiate. He was the propitiation for our sin, meaning yeah. that that means that he appeased the wrath of God. The
2: wrath of God was diverted from us to him. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Exactly. That, means
0: that it was diverted from us to him. You get what I'm saying? God has God is now satisfied, and He's appeased with that because Christ not only did He die for us, but like I said before, many times before, He had to
1: live for us as well. Exactly. And a perfect life Which appeased and satisfied God mm-hmm. And therefore
0: his atonement Was accepted exactly. And therefore in return As you know in return We receive his righteousness We're clothed in that The doctrine of imputation Yeah. You know what I'm saying The doctrine of imputed righteousness You know the righteousness of Christ imputed,
1: imputed to us You yep. know what I'm saying And our sin You know what I'm saying was imputed to him, and therefore God can legally justify us. Yep. Legally judge Christ for our sins. Yep.
0: Yep. You get what I'm saying? So it's a it's a it's a transfer. It's a legal term, you know of, of of transfer. Yep. You know that that our sins was imputed upon him, and then his righteousness was imputed upon us. So now, with that being said, when God views us, He views us through the lens of His Son. Yep. When he sees us, he sees his son's righteousness.
2: Yep.
1: So With we are justified. Our case that, thrown away, acquitted. You know. Isn't that a
0: huge difference from what we see from the Yoruba religion, where their god, you get what I'm saying, is supposedly had created out of out of his his his, his the, the creation was was it stems from. Uh, A a, a sinful Sinful state Yes In a sense Like you know what I'm saying Like the creation Stems from out of sin
2: Yep. You get what I'm saying Yes Instead of it Instead of of it
0: Coming from out of holiness You know Mm -hmm. As the God of the Bible You know The the, uh, What's 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 the name Of the um, God again
1: Um Um, Obatala
0: um, Yeah Obatala You know what I'm saying It It stems from out of it stems from out of sin Creation From the Yoruba religion Stems from without a sin
2: Yep
0: And the creation From the God of the Bible Stems from holiness From
1: holiness, holiness. Yep very, very different Very
0: different Very different, very different. The, the creation Account in scripture Stems from holiness Yeah. The creation account From the Yoruba religion Stems from wickedness It stems from sin Exactly it Stems from unholiness
1: Exactly it says, you know, God created the heavens and the earth. You know, it wasn't a, a plethora of different gods. It was God, you know, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, like you said before, you know, co-equal and co-eternal, you know, saying created the heavens and the earth. And um, like you said, in their religion, and the thing, the thing is that you have to sear your mind and repress over and over To accept this religion mm-hmm. You know, to to sacrifice To yeah,
0: yeah, Basically become desensitized
1: to truth Yeah you, you you Look, you're sacrificing to these Orishas They are fickle They can be good One day And then be mischief the next day You know, like I said You know, when I was reading up On, on their thing, they can they can, you know, give you your heart's desire or they can cause you to get into an accident. <laughs> right.
2: Speaking
0: speaking of like you saying
2: like, you know, they're fickle, right? Yeah. Um you know, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna post it up once I have it um edited
0: and, you know, everything like that, the article that I wrote. Yes. Um you know, it's
2: um hold on one second. Excuse me. Forgive me for that.
0: Yeah, it's okay. Me. Uh, Basically, what I'm doing here is, um, I took uh Ayala Van Zandt and um Carlton Pearson for people who don't know Carlton Pearson. Carlton Pearson used to be a bishop in the uh Pentecostal denomination, um, Church of God in Christ, mm-hmm. and they're, and as we know, both of them are both apostates now,
2: yeah.
0: And in his book, because you mentioned like I said, you mentioned fickle, so I wanted to kind of you know, read what he said in his book. God is not a Christian or a Jew, Muslim, or Hindu. He's kind of given an account of his understanding of God and stuff like that when he was a Christian. And I just want to read something really quick. Yeah. Because you mentioned the word fickle. Yeah. Okay. Um, he states here in his book on chapter um, ten. And, I mean, not chapter ten. It's in the preface of the book, uh, page ten and eleven. He says, because of my upbringing, I've always believed in God and in many ways felt I've known God, but mostly through those who claim to represent him or it. Notice that he's using, you know, the transgender
2: constraints here. Okay. He says, all of whom are human and imperfect,
0: even those with great faith died of sickness. Their great faith didn't or couldn't heal. They were all Christians with profound faith in God, but they were also obviously limited as such. They were all cracked vessels, but used nonetheless by God. I fought hard not to allow their imperfections to in any way indict God or impede my concepts of him. Now, here's the part I want you to pay attention to. He says, and yet the entire Christian image of God does exactly that. It makes God more like us, fickle, and ego-driven humans. Mm. The pure and holy spirit that the ultimate reality and intelligence we call God is more likely to be.
2: Mm. Notice, I'm going to repeat that again. Hold on one
0: second. He says, and yet, the entire Christian image of God does exactly that. It makes God more like us, fickle, and ego-driven humans than the pure and Holy Spirit that the ultimate reality and intelligence we call God is more likely to be. Mm. So my thing is, is that I'm wondering, now this is just me and just, you know, me thinking and just, you know, pondering upon these things. Is it because of the low view of God that Pentecostalism, the charismatic Pentecostalism movement to me seems to, you know, um portray God, you know, like they devalue him. It's like he's not as holy as the scriptures proclaim him to be. Is it could be could it be this low view of God that Ayala Vanzant and Carlton Pearson had be the reason why they became apostate and now they found these different other spiritualities and these other different belief systems very appealing because their mindset and understanding of who God is is a, it's 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 a low view. Yeah. It's a very low view, and because of that low view, I believe, carried over into their understanding of God in these other different religions, because they're so used to a God being you know not magnified, made look to me to look great as he
2: really is. yeah so I mean that's just, a,
0: that's just something I'm thinking, I'm not saying that that's the reason why. They're yeah. no longer Christian and they, they're now apostates. But I'm saying I'm wondering, could that be an element into why they're now apostates? Because, you know, the low view of God, and then, you know, they they find these other religions attractive, but at the same time, they're still a low
2: view of God. Yeah. Just in just in a pagan form. Yeah. So is the
0: the, the, the pagan understanding of the God of the Bible and that essence of it being, you know, you know, their lens of it, you know, their lens. I'm speaking through their lens of what their understanding, you know, God is from um, the low view of God that they got from being in Pentecostalism. Has that now become the lens of how they think God is in that sense? Even though he says that God is much greater. Yeah. You
2: know, than what he understood it to be when he was in
0: Pentecostalism, but is he still tainted with that low view? Mhm. You know. No. Yeah. Is he still tainted with that low view, even though he believes and knows that God is much greater than what he's learned him to be? But is he still dealing with the effects? You get what I'm saying of that low view of God. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, it is. Know, it is. Something. It is a good point, because the thing is that when you um pretty much have a misunderstanding of of theology proper or you know uh-huh. you know the 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 concept of who God is then your of course your Christology is gonna be off as well, and then eventually right. your soteriology is gonna be yep. way off as well right. and and like you said, when you're redefining sin. You know, through the Yoruba religion, it's a world of mess. It's a world of mess. Yep, and it's easy to say, okay, in the Christian, you know, um, theology or belief, we're responsible for our sins because we violated the law of God. Mm-hmm. But in the Yoruba, you're not. God is responsible. God is responsible you. because you were <laughs> made drunk. imperfect and flawed, and He was drunk. Exactly. Yep. So of because course it makes God, it I, Because your guy was drunk So therefore it gives them You know, three
0: ways To pursue themselves In any shape, form, fashion That
1: they want to Yep. And, and, without feeling
0: about Without having any feelings Of any consequences That may come
1: Exactly in Let me pull this up um, Because I want to Because this is going to go along With what you're saying So give me a second Let me pull this up It's uh, When I read it You already know Where I'm going Um, Romans. Amen. So where it says here, look what happens when you, uh, define or redefine sin for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of man who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because that which is known about God is evident within them for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood through what has been made so that they are without excuse. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give him thanks, but they became futile in their speculations and their foolish hearts were darkened, professing to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of God incorruptible, incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man and of birds and four-footed um, animals and crawling creatures. therefore God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity, so that their bodies would be dishonor among them. for they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worship and serve the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them over to the great impassions, for their women exchanged the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way also the man abandoned the natural function of woman and burned in their desire towards one another, man with man committing indecent act and receiving in their own person the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see it fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind. To do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, wickedness, greed, evil, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice, they are gossip, slanders, haters of God, insolent, arrogant, boastful, inventors of evil disobedient to parents, without understanding, untrustworthy, unloving, unmerciful, and although they know the ordinance of God that those who practice such things are worthy of death, they not only do the same, but also give hearty approval to those who practice them. And this is exactly what the Yoruba gods or Orishas do. They approve As long as you sacrifice to them They approve of anything that you desire And want That will fulfill mm-hmm. your flesh
0: Absolutely And you know it, And it just also goes right Right alongside With
2: First Timothy 4 Which, what, which um, what I read in the beginning yep. the, show, the opening of the show you Absolutely know?
0: Giving heed you mm-hmm. know, To doctrines of demons Seducing spirits You understand. Yep. Seducing spirits are are behind, you know, giving approval. Yeah. To these things, you know what I'm saying? A satanic influence.
2: Absolutely. You
1: know, Absolutely. know,
0: satanic influence is what gives approval to these things. Mm-hmm. You know, those who are not redeemed of the Holy Spirit of God, these are people who are still dead in their sin. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And being that you're dead in sin, you can't you you, you can't hear truth. No. You get what I'm saying? So the only thing that you can hear Is is, de- is deceptive doctrines From seducing
1: spirits Yup it, it, It's like you said if, if repentance is a change of the mind mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then it's the yeah. same way as When you're dead in sin The truth is a lie You know what I'm saying? And the lie is a truth Until right. you come to Christ Jesus
0: Because true repentance, true repentance is the result of a God-centered solution. Exactly. True repentance is the result of a God-centered
1: solution. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as we have, you know, uh, we have run out of time. We are about to do part two. We are doing this as a back-to-back because there's just so much in here to unpack and to understand and to learn and we'll continue to read on her introduction and stuff but we just want to give a shout out to keith hanley our brother in christ from florida you know apologist Hold 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 the line ministry amen this brother is a blessing and um i know he gets excited for what we do and we get excited for what he does and he supports us in our ministry we support him totally. And we thank God for it. Also, also,
0: also, I want to give a shout out to a um to a beautiful sister in the Lord in Canada. Um, she's uh, very heavily into apologetics. Her name is Jess Marie Ann Cedric. Um, she's a very sharp young lady with uh, the Word of God and apologetics, and you know, God is definitely going to do big things for her in Canada and wherever else He decides to take her
1: but I just wanted to give a um, give a shout out to her Amen and like always I always give a shout out to my team you know Apologetics 300 Brian Ball Vicenzo Pignatero Vinny you know i saying of course you yes. know what saying my brother right here Emmanuel Gary we're always rocking you know um, yes. VHI uh, uh, Visual Heights Entertainment Mavericks Movement EyesOnYouClothing.com go check out any Christian apparel You know, Victor Hayes, uh, just want to give a shout out and just say, you know, God bless. And, you know, um, we'll see you in a minute. All right. God bless.